0: This is The Business Machine. We talk with small business owners and entrepreneurs to get their advice on how they run their machines. These inspirational leaders share with us some of the tools they use to run their machines and talk about some of the mistakes they made along the way and what they learned. As business owners, we're all trying to fuel our machines, create a great team, and put tools in place so that eventually our machines will run themselves. So get ready. Up next, the business machines firing up. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the business machine. Excited as usual, today's guest is going to be outstanding. I'm really excited to have Chris Evans on here, who is the co founder of Traffic and Funnels. And, and Traffic and Funnels, you all know what those are. We talk about them all the time. We need to implement them more. Today is going to help you do that. What they do is they help entrepreneurs scale their businesses to six figures and beyond. And they specialize in paid traffic, which is super important. This whole organic traffic thing that we used to love on Facebook. I almost want to say it doesn't exist very much, and you know that, and I know that. We just need to find a way to do it better. So he's spent the past several years working undercover, sounds a lot cooler than me, for some of the <laughs> biggest names in internet marketing. His website is trafficandfunnels.com. We'll have that in the show notes. Chris, man, how you doing? Good morning. Thanks for coming on.
1: I'm fantastic, Brian. How you doing?
0: I'm good, man. I'm good. It's midweek. We had a big video shoot yesterday and uh excited to be in the office today and actually get some time to go. do a podcast so i don't know if i'll get yeah. any, get anything done but we'll we'll see how we see what happens no worries this
1: is the money right here
0: yeah i know eventually i'm just going to be super famous and uh podcast host and that'll be it
1: there you go and you're going to help <laughs> me
0: get there so this will do it i think after this episode i think we'll have so many downloads that i'll just be there
1: yeah, you better uh, upgrade your server.
0: Oh shit! I'm gonna go get that. Yeah, I'm gonna do that right <laughs> now, just in case. I'll spend like ten grand, just in case. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, is that your number one tip right there? Spend money, just in case. exactly. <laughs> yep. And we're done. So somebody comes up to you, man, and, and they ask, "What do you do?" What do you tell them?
1: Honestly, it depends on who they are. Um, but for the general population, I try to keep it as simple as possible and say, uh, you know, listen, we help. Someone who's an expert, they're a consultant, service provider. Um, we help them establish systems in their business where they will never have to worry about getting clients again. They'll never have to worry about inconsistency of income again. So we help them build systems that bring clients, high quality leads to their business day in and day out.
0: Now, I was watching some of the testimonials and different clients that you've had and you have a wide range. So I want to talk about the two different sides of them, and I know there's more than two, but to me, you know, there was one guy on there that was a marketing expert. He'd been, I can't remember his name, but he'd been in the marketing field for a long time, Mm -hmm. um, but still wasn't getting the clients in there, um, that he wanted or for the right price. And then also you have somebody that may not be in marketing, but has a business. Do Do you guys serve both those sides?
1: We do. Um, you know, like, like you said in the intro, I've worked in the trenches for several years working on really intense campaigns, funnels, paid traffic campaigns. So our knowledge goes pretty in-depth from the strategy, the tactics, to the tools. And so we had that experience. Taylor has his own experience, obviously. You know, it's really successful for his clients. Um, but the thing is, even if someone who is an expert marketer a lot of times we're our own worst client, you know? And so it's like, we need someone to say, no, you're not, you don't do that. (laughs) Right. It's like you you take someone like Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant, like all those guys are experts. They're the best in the world, but they still have coaches.
0: Sure. You know, and I was just telling somebody, and I hate to say this on the podcast, but I'm going to, is like we're a marketing Michigan I also run Michigan creative, like I was telling you, and we're a marketing company and we do digital marketing and we do traditional marketing and lots of video. But, I was telling somebody the other day, like, I almost want to hire a marketing company to market us. Yeah. Because we, number one, we don't have time to do it. It's the last thing that we're going to do. If somebody comes in with a check that needs help for us to market them, we're not going to work on our business.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. Our our businesses tend to take the back seat, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's just a big mistake that I think a lot of businesses make where they take the thing that's the most important part of their business and they put it at the lowest priority. And then we see that we suffer. You know, our cash flow dries up. And you know, we were talking about that before. Uh, you know, you maybe you're struggling to pay the bills or pay the employees or whatever it might be. And so it's like this yo-yo game, you're back and forth. It's like, okay, now I've got all this client work, you know, you're feeling fat and happy and yeah. you've got to fulfill, right? And then what happens? Your focus is taken off, can, making sure that business is continuing to come into the door. And so that's a huge mistake. And that's part of why we' started the company with, you know, traffic funnels and why we don't do because that doesn't have to be the case.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about that. You know, I think we get traffic. I do want to talk about the right kind of traffic because I think a lot of times people who don't necessarily know what they're doing is they will just boost a post, let's say on Facebook or do AdWords and they're getting the exact wrong type of traffic, which makes no sense. You're wasting money. But let's talk about funnels, because to me, with our clients, like we, a lot of times we can get them traffic and we can get them the right type of traffic. But then when they get to their website or then they get to their Facebook page or whatever it is, the there's really nothing for them to do. And then that's it. They go away. So those funnels are important. So talk about a funnel. What is a funnel on a real basic level?
1: Yeah. So funnel is just a process to, in my mind, a process of moving through moving someone through uh, that process of breaking down what they're first of all, giving them value, breaking down what their false system of belief is about their problem. You as the expert and the authority and whatever that space is, being able to rebuild um, their belief system with something positive and what they need to believe in order to buy your product or service or work with you. So how that can translate, it can translate many different ways technology wise. And just real quick, how we use ours is we run a paid ad to an automated webinar, and then we invite someone. If, if it all makes sense to them and they love it, you know they can basically book a call with us and fill out an application to possibly work with us. So yeah. that's our very simple funnel, and you can obviously really, really complicate it, but you don't have to. It's it's not necessary at all.
0: Do you think that this whole – because this whole funnel world uh, word is not – I don't want to say it's brand new, but it's starting to be more people are starting to hear it. And and you and I Mm -hmm. are in this every day. And so we hear it all the time. And but is are these funnels um, uh, because of there's so many different messages out there and there's so many different types of advertising, you know, where we're getting hit all the time that we really got to not only find our right type of clients through paid, but then really get them into the correct funnel. Is that, cause yeah. I, I like what you said to make them believe that they want what you have. So talk about that because I think that's very, you know, you really have to get into the consumer's mind and your customer's mind. So talk a little bit about that because that to me is, is is key because if you can keep them and they watch that webinar and they click on your offer, they download your white paper, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, here's the thing. It's, I think the first thing that people have to understand is, Brian, is that their customer, their client is they're waiting for them right now they're out there really in like droves right so the process is they don't know you you don't know them and so it's it's capturing their attention and then first of all making them aware that you exist yeah right second of all making them aware that you can help them solve their problem and so this is really how the funnel kind of breaks down it's like you know if you look at an actual funnel you know, like the gas station one you know, you use for your oil, there's a really wide opening at top and to to where it gets down to very, very, very small. Right. And so you have a lot of room where you can kind of grab the attention, bring a lot of people into what I call your universe, if you will. And so it's that process of making them aware that you exist, making them aware that you can help them with their problem and then leading them to becoming a customer or client. Um, So that's in the very simplistic form is how we use funnels. You know, it's like we have a Facebook ad or it could be a Google ad or it could be a Twitter ad, whatever it might be. It's your beacon going off out there saying, hey, we're here and we can help you, right? So whatever the copy image might be. And so we're attracting them. Then we're bringing them into our universe, our world, where we can start giving them value and that's our webinar, right? That's kind of the middle part of that funnel. Um, And again, we're keeping it very simple. And then we're taking them to the call to action saying, hey, we've identified that who we are, that we can help you, that you have a problem. And then it's the call to action. And that's the bottom of the funnel where you're taking all this huge crowd of people out there, right? You've got the beacon going off. And then to where you have all these people and it's just filtering down to your most perfect prospect customer.
0: Yeah. and. I want to figure out where if if we're making mistakes with those type of things and and we're getting clicks, you know, we'll just say 50. We're getting 50 clicks to our automated Mm -hmm. webinar. Um, And so we think that they're the right customer because they get there. But then for some reason or whatever, maybe they watch part of it or they don't watch or they watch all of it and then they don't do the next best thing is it because they weren't the right customers coming into the funnel or is it because of our message once it's get there gets there is not what they wanted to hear and how do you solve that i mean besides just spending a ton of money testing stuff which a lot of people can't do how do you really get that message because i think the first step is a little bit easier than that second step or maybe i'm wrong
1: yeah well i'd say it's really about understanding who your customer client is okay, to good. be completely honest because
0: yeah, yeah.
1: the the way that you solve it is here, here's the deal so many people and your listeners, you guys out there and gals, um, the way that you're going to win and getting clients is understanding that the pain that hurts the most, putting all the attention, pressing that pain, and then saying, hey, I've got the sewing kit. I can wrap this up and you yeah, won't yeah. have any pain anymore. Cool. There's there's not like much fight that has to go that, you know, in, in into that. It's like, you don't have to convince someone who has a broken leg that, they need to get their leg fixed. Hey, man, hey, man. <laughs> you know what
0: I mean? Your femur is sticking out, dude. You need to probably.
1: Yeah, you got to get that fixed. You're going to be jacked up for a long time, <laughs> right? Like right. you're going to be like, yeah, messed up. So that's the, 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 I'd say the number one thing is really focusing on that major pain that your client has. And that's the only thing you're talking to. Yeah. Right. It's You're not trying to, the thing that people need is they need clarity. And so when you have so many different messages and things going sure. off. They're like, uh, you know, they're all over the place and they don't know or they're distracted from their pain.
0: Yeah. And know? I th- so it's yeah. you
1: bringing the attention to that.
0: I think. And we've seen that, too. It's like, you know, we have clients that have all this great stuff that they can offer. And, hey, we're great. We have everything. You know, that whole which I hate this. These words of full service like we do everything. And. You know, we're great at everything. And so I think really fine tuning that message or that particular service in your business that you know you're very good at and you can sell and it makes you a very good profit. Focus on that and sell that and do that really well and then move on to the next thing.
1: Yes. If you can. That's actually, yeah, that's actually a big mistake that we made initially because coming out of the client business and working like on the actually done for you stuff, which we used to run ads for people. We used to write copy for people, like everything we built these crazy funnels for people. And so when we launched into traffic and funnels, we, we tried to have continued doing that on top of, we were going to build a software, a webinar software ourselves. We were going to do our coaching consulting package. Like we had so many things going. And when we you know, we're looking at the decision of, Hey, should we not take on that $30,000 client? That was like a punch (laughs) in the gut. I was like, Oh my God, like we're going to lose so much money. Like that's, that's a lot of opportunity that we're just gonna let going out the door. But what was really the truth was by not take, if we were to take that on, we were losing money and opportunity costs. Right. Right. So as, as the business owner, the entrepreneur, your attention, your focus is a really, really valuable asset. And so when you have so many balls that you have to juggle, right, you're going to lose money because your focus is so many different directions. Yeah. And so that was a big key for us. And that was like how we really sh- you know, shot to six figures a month was to stop doing all those other things and focus on one product that we can master and perfect.
0: So let's talk about that before Traffic and Funnels why did you start it? And when did you finally go? Yeah, that's it. What were you doing before this? And then, you know, talk, talk us a little bit about how that finally came together. And now you're at six figures a month.
1: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Um, And I was, I'm a, a, you know, a hustler at heart. And, uh, you know, I've worked long, long hours. It's just my nature. And so I was doing that for clients. And yeah, it was a lot of stress, especially when I was responsible for a lot of things in a big launch You know, with the traffic to the funnel, to the infrastructure, to all this stuff. So I just got to the point where I was tired of building someone else's empire. Um, when I knew especially that I could do that for myself and help more people. Um, and so we've seen that in just a short amount of time. So when Taylor and I connected, he was you know really strong on the funnel part, uh, copy part. He's really grown quickly in the marketing game and uh, started building a name for himself there and me being on the pay traffic side and infrastructure. It was like, Hey, traffic files." Like it just kind of makes yeah. sense. And then when we saw like, <laughs> man, the domains available, wow, yeah, isn't that crazy? Be.
0: Yeah. What? Be. I know. I love when that domain you're like, yeah, oh, let's just see if it's available. Oh my God, it's available. It's a sign. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> we're we're kind of dorky, but whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it was like, you know what? We, we just got to do this. So we just started small and we, we did what we teach our clients to do, and we validated our, our initial offer, um, our consulting package. And so we didn't have a huge following. We didn't have any huge email list. You know, it's like, hey, we think that we can help this group of people solve this problem. Let's take it to market and see if we can get people to buy. Right. And that's a big lesson for everybody listening. Yeah. and uh, Again, that can, Dove talent another mistake that I've made is trying to do too many things before you actually do the most important thing. And that's knowing if the market wants what you have to offer.
0: Yeah, because some people just say, well, of course, they're going to want to do this. And then they get there and they're like, why aren't we getting any sales? So, yeah, yeah, that makes a yeah. lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm still kind of there, but we'll get there. This episode of The Business Machine is sponsored by the one and only Michigan Creative. That's right. Michigan Creative sponsors this Business Machine podcast for now. So if you have other sponsors that would be willing to sponsor our little Business Machine podcast, it's a great resource for business owners across the globe. And this one is sponsored by us here at Michigan Creative. Michigan Creative is a full-service marketing and design firm in Lansing, Michigan. We provide mobile-friendly websites digital marketing, video production, branding, graphic design, and much, much more. So we'd love to work with you uh, wherever you are, and we really just want to talk to you. So if you want to just talk to us here at Michigan Creative, you can call me. My cell phone is 517-899-4533, or just visit michigancreative.com. All right, back to the show. <laughs> what? So how long did it take? How long did it take so, to get where you are today?
1: Yeah, so we, um, well, we started less than a year ago, we started fall of 15, 2015. Um, just slow as I was still doing a lot of stuff, Taylor was working with his clients. And then I think we had launched in September or October, um, just started getting some sales coming the door and we were still working on the client business. Um, and then December, we both just made decision. you know what, January 1, let's just go full head on into traffic and funnels January yeah. 1. cool. And so we, we did, man. Like we, we said, Hey, we told our clients, say, Hey, we're, you know, we're going to, um, we're leaving. We're going to do something. Else. <laughs> what did they say? Uh, what? yeah. I mean, you know, it's when you have brought someone a lot of value, they, yeah, they got to realize that it's not going to be like that forever. Probably, you know, <laughs> you're not going to move so, into the basement. Right. Yeah. Especially when you're a problem solver, which is what we, what sure. we do uh, is a big part of this. So, you know, we, uh, we turned our ads on after the first, the same funnel that we teach everybody else to build and our calendar started filling up. Cool. And so we just, we did 120 grand in January wow. in sales. And I think we did like 20 and 20 or 30 in December.
0: Cool. Very cool.
1: So it's working. It's working. Yeah, I'd say it's working. <laughs> yeah, it is. But not, you know, beyond that, which is... Like, I, I love our success. Like, to me, when I do 100 grand a month, it's like, okay, it's, that's pretty cool. You know, like, cause my vision is set so much higher than that. Sure. But what's what really gets me pumped and excited, in and, and all honesty, is when I get the messages and the yeah. pings that all from my clients saying, I just made my first sale, or I just got my first opt in, or I just did 30 grand. Like, stuff that, like, they had never experienced ever before. And they had been in business. Years and years and years, you know, just in a quick, short amount of time, seeing huge growth in their, their own business.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, I was watching I think last night or this morning watching Bob, it's on your Facebook page. It's called Bob's story. And okay. that, that really, you know, I because I was an educator before. And so when I used to see my students who would really get it and, and love it and be passionate and then probably form a career in video. And that's happened with my former students that to me was probably the most satisfy you know, satisfying thing. And you guys are ultimately educators. I mean, you know, that that's exactly what you're doing, Mm -hmm. but I could see it in Bob. So I mean, really related to him to, to see where he Mm -hmm. was before. And I I think that's gotta be very satisfying for you.
1: Oh man. Especially his story. It's really amazing. Like he had kind of lost everything and we didn't realize it when he came in that he didn't have the money really like, I don't know if he got a loan or he put on a credit card or something. Um, And we didn't know that. Sure. And so he came in his first month, man, just blew the doors off, just took our advice. Didn't ask questions. Didn't overthink it. Just raw went and took massive action. And the result was, yeah, he just killed it. I mean, he did at least 60 grand in his first 30 days with us. Yeah. Um, And it literally changed his life. Like, Like he, he was between really a rock and a hard place.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, Um, you know, I think that's a good point too, because I've seen, you know, a lot of these and there's all these consultants that are online doing, doing not what you guys are doing, but you know, this is not a magic bullet either. Like I can't just pay you money and then, and then all of a sudden I I make 60 grand. Right. Or if that's true, then let's get off this and I'll sign up.
1: Yeah. It's, it's not a magic bullet. (laughs) Um, It's, it's definitely, you know, there's obviously work involved and what, Mm -hmm. What's really important is that people have the right expectations. Yeah, expectations is everything. Um, because when you have the right expectations, then you take the emotions out of it. Yeah, right. And because when you're emotional about your business, you make stupid decisions. Oh yeah, I gotta watch that. You know, it's like whether it's paid traffic or if you should make a certain move in your business or hire someone or fire someone. Like you've got to take the emotion out, and so. When you have the right expectations in your business to know, okay, this is normal or this isn't normal, and then make your moves based on that, then you make a lot smarter and educated decisions. And so for us having a proven system that has worked in many different verticals, industries, when someone comes in and they have the right expectations of, okay, I need to hit these numbers and do this and this, then it's... You know, they can just breathe a sigh of relief and know that they're on the right track, which is huge, huge.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just having a sales process. I think if you ask most small businesses, what's your marketing plan and what is your sales strategy? They're going to go because I've seen it. They're going to go. uh, (laughs) (laughs) The phone rings sometimes. So, yeah. And, okay, you know,
1: I just opened a yellow page app.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had people say that to me this year, just so you know. Oh, come on. Uh, I know. Anyway, but all right, man, let's get, you know, I want to talk about your vision for your company. And I also want to talk about, because I'm fascinated by technology, always have been, and how fast it moves. And, and I always used to try to get my students involved in, in the just the, the coolness of how fast technology is moving. So I want to talk about that. But give me your Ten-year vision of traffic and funnels, and and fly through that office or fly through your business. I know you may not have a brick-and-mortar store, but what does it look like for you guys? What do you hope to be?
1: Um, financially, a hundred million-dollar company. Cool. And, you know, it might not be called Traffic and Funnels. You know, we're we're looking at taking over the game, and so that's kind of like just the quick bird's-eye view. But beyond that, we are very much into humanitarian causes and being able to reinvest into the community cool. and s- support other people and, and, and efforts that are really more important than all this stuff. So for us, it's a means to an end. We're entrepreneurs at heart. We're builders. So that's what we do. Um, and yeah, yeah man, just, just building a really successful company or companies that bring a lot of value to the marketplace with integrity and character.
0: Yeah, and I like that. I think that's one of the favorite things besides learning so much and meeting so many people on the Business Machine podcast. I think and, and learning a lot that we can put in place in our own business and our clients. But also talking to people like you and we had Cole Hatter on the show too and he talked about and he, just like you said too as a purpose-driven business is, you know, kind of like um oh, the shoe company that gives away a shoe when you buy a shoe. And mm-hmm. um and and that type of thing is thinking about and being able to do those kind of things. Not only just make a lot of money, but you can't do that if you don't have sales. Yep. And so so we back up again. And it's I always tell people, look, man, I don't need a lot of money for myself personally. Obviously, I, you know, it would be great to be able to be, you know, super comfortable and retire and have all my kids go to college. However, you know, until I have enough cash for the business, I can't do any of those things um, until we have yeah. consistent sales. So I think that's what we were talking about earlier. So I like that purpose driven business, but you can't do it until you build your business up. Right. So that you have money to live.
1: Yeah, you've got to have a very healthy business, obviously, to do that. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing. It, it goes back to that focus I was talking about. If you're a true expert, you're, you know, for you, Brian, and for anybody listening to this, If you're a true expert, do not undercut yourself on what you should be charging. If you bring value, major value to a client, focus on the thing that you can bring the most value, put all of your energy and effort to that and charge a high price for it. And the reason why I say that is because that's gonna give you the best margin for error in your business. Well, What does that mean, Chris? Like That sounds super fancy. Here's the deal, when you can spend $1 to acquire a lead or to acquire a customer, right? And I'm just saying this for simplicity numbers. And you can spend a dollar on paid traffic and then make $2 back, right? All you have to do is do that over and over and over. Now, obviously we're at bigger scale, right? Sure, sure. We charge $5,500 for our initial package. So what does that provide for me and my company? That gives me a lot of margin for error to acquire a client. And so if I can do that over and over and over again, in scale then it's ball game because what what happens is now i have margin for error yeah. right i can spend a lot of money to ac- acquire a customer client but the other thing is if i can do that over and over i can create high profit margin and a lot of cash flow in my business because our profit margin after we pay ourselves and everything we're 70 75 percent and we just hired three people
0: wow That's where it gets good. That's where it gets fun because now you can not only hire people, good people, you can also pay them well. Yes, and they can raise a, you know, they can do all these things too. And that's what's most satisfying, I think, for me is to be able to support these people that are doing great things, both with their families, at our business, and in the community. So, but you can't do without sales and funnels.
1: (laughs) It's got to be your focus. Yeah, yeah, sales. You know, obviously, onboarding new clients. Keeping your current clients and making more money from the clients that you have
0: and I like that high price That's a hard thing. It, it was a hard thing for us. We're not quite a hundred percent there yet But when we did it was hard. We lost a lot of business I mean, we really did is we didn't lose a lot of business We just didn't take we had to say no to some of the smaller clients that we started with because I started it by myself And we were taking any anybody for anything. I think yeah I think now looking back to where we are today, if I would have started today, I, I wouldn't have done that. I think I would have charged high prices and just took less clients, but I didn't know that at the time. So I think that's so true. I, we hear it all the time, but I, you know, all the listeners out there today, I, I can't you know, emphasize enough. And what Chris says is right. You've, if you have something that you can offer to people, and it could be training. It could be one little piece of marketing. It could be fitness. It doesn't matter. Whatever you're really good at, it's worth something to a lot of people. Yeah. And it's yeah, worth the the it. They'll pay like, for it. They'll pay for it. Yeah.
1: If it's good. Again, it's if they have that broken leg, right? They're going to sure. pay whatever it takes Doesn't to get matter. it fixed. Right. So um and I've I made that mistake of charging too little and the thing is people think that, oh man, well, I can't let this client go. Like that's money. Yeah. But what ends up happening to the people who don't pay you the a lot of money? What I've found is that they're the worst clients. They're <laughs> terrible.
0: Yeah.
1: And so they actually end up costing you money. Yeah. Like they, they cost you emotional uh, money right like they're, they're definitely a bummer and a downer um, and then the financial opportunity that you're losing working spending so much time with them as opposed to your big time big dollar money clients
0: yeah no it's so true it's hard to do it's the hardest thing it's one of the hardest things to do but it, it's so true hey everybody this week's episode is also sponsored by freshwater apparel check out freshwaterapparel.com that's freshwater Apparel dot com, and check out their spring collection of T-shirts and soon beanies are going to be on the way. We love these guys over at Freshwater. It's a Midwest clothing company, and they make all their products in Lansing, Michigan. And the shirts are 100% made in America, so you can't beat that. So if you love Freshwater like we do here at Michigan Creative, you should definitely check out their site. Lots more coming, but right now they have T-shirts and tanks for both men and women like I said before beanies are coming stickers all that stuff so check out freshwaterapparel.com and get fresh back to the show So Chris let's let's talk about you a little bit and 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 I know you're a workaholic you work all the time cuz you love it but it's also part of the business and kind of how we how we do things now but you know, we talk about machines a lot here on the business machine and and in particular the machines of ourselves, like we have to keep, you know, if we're not running that, especially now that you have three people working for you and you have a partner, what do you do to make sure that your machine, you, if you're not around every day to do things all the time, how do you make Mm -hmm. sure that it's running smoothly or you're personally running smoothly?
1: Um, For us, it's processes and standard operating procedures that we're really building into the business. So a perfect example um, is we just hired a full-time media buyer. Wow! So whereas before it was me, you know, like night and day looking at ads and working on paid traffic and all that stuff, that's not where I'm most valuable for our company. Now are know? they doing
0: this for you? They're doing this for, for traffic and funnels, right? Full-time for
1: traffic and funnels. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right. Cause you're not really doing work for clients anymore. Nope. Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it's just like basically our, personal legion and I've got a dedicated person 100% focus on that again going back to the focus sure so that way I can focus on the bigger vision making sure you know all the parts of the machine are well oiled and just growing um, and then obviously we we'll focus on client results yeah so th- I think that's a big key for us is is getting to this the this the stage we're in right now is starting to replace ourselves Taylor mo- does most of our strategy calls, and he's got two guys on right now that he's training to got to, to not start replacing that. him yep. there. Yeah, and so it's really all about processes and systems, where pretty much you you've got it so dialed in and such a solid process that someone very very new, you know, with you know that's pretty smart, obviously, can walk in and pick right up where you know someone else left off. Just creating that redundancy.
0: Let's go back a little bit, and I want to just get your takes. I'm fascinated by technology. Is you know today it's Facebook and Google AdWords and Twitter, and then Twitter video ads and Instagram just came out with stories this morning, and Instagram ads now, and you can put video on Instagram. And you know this has all happened since January. So, yeah, uh, AdWords been around for a while now. Periscope came out, Facebook Lives out. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff. I guess I want to know what's next, I guess. What do you think what's next and what's always going to be needed? What's always going to be the same? You you know, and I think we talked about it a little bit is that somebody's always going to need an expert. We get that. Yeah. Where is digital marketing headed?
1: Well, let me let me hit that first part that you you had mentioned about what's always going to be the same. Yeah. Um, Human psychology is always going to be the same.
0: 100 percent. Yep.
1: You know, so like I love, 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 love studying the old direct copywriters and yeah. Gary Halbert and you know Eugene Schwartz and all those guys because when you can understand the psychology of your prospect and your client, your customer, game over. Now the modality that changes, uh, you know, the maybe some of the tactics and stuff like that changes. Um, so what I see is happening is I don't I don't see a change in regards to Facebook. I think Facebook is is going to be a, a growing um, monster. And the reason why sure. I say that, and I've actually consulted on Wall Street in regards to this. And this is I told these you know Fortune 500 companies on Wall Street the same thing. I said the reason why I think Facebook is not going anywhere is because they are crazy innovators. And so what they are doing is they are creating more audience. You know, their growth is just insane. And I don't know if you've seen this, but. They have basically, in the last two years, they came up with this idea two years ago that, hey, there's so many more people that should be on Facebook, but they're not. Why? Right. Because they don't have internet. Right. So they launched this solar plane that that that. freaking flies around the world on solar energy and beams internet to people who don't have Wi-Fi. It's crazy. All right. So that's like, in two years, they did that. And so when you see a company doing that, you see a company buying Instagram, they're they're, like, they want to. Just destroy the market, and take sure. over, and, and own, and and so, and also being in Facebook and seeing how, like how much they want the user to have a good experience. Yeah, I don't think that people are going to leave Facebook.
0: I don't either. So, and, and I you always hear this, oh Facebook, Facebook, but you know, I mean, they've really created. There's a lot of businesses that have been, I mean, not. I don't know, a lot's the, the bad word, you know, millions of people that have made, you know, have created and formed businesses and have their businesses on Facebook. I mean, it's generating a lot of income for us.
1: Yeah, oh, it's our primary source of traffic. Sure, and everybody's so,
0: there and that data is there. I mean, it's a perfect, you know, your customers can be yes. found exactly to who they are, 100% exactly who they are on Facebook.
1: Yeah, and that's why, you know, you've got that platform, right? Sure. Facebook is super hot right now. Um, I think it'll continue to be that way uh, because of how much they in, reinvest into their their business and their growth. Um, but if you, you take that, whatever the platform might be, but you take the, the thing that will never change and understanding the psychology of your customer, you take those and you put those together, um, you, you'll never really have to worry about money again. Yeah, right. No, let me I just want to real quick before we move on to the next thing is what I what I think for the long term is someone who can build themselves a platform, someone who can build an audience, again, will never have to worry about money again. So that could be a following on social, that could be an email list, that could be, you know, some kind of uh, community that they build. If you do that and then you're basically corralling your audience together giving them a lot of value, establishing yourself as the expert, the go-to person. Whenever you need business, you, it's just like turning on a faucet, literally.
0: Yeah. Establishing yourself as the expert is key. And we started to do that with, you know, somebody had told me, like, what are you most passionate about? And I said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about teaching and, and video. I mean, that's the two things that I know the best. And they're like, well, why aren't you teaching video? And I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And so really establishing ourselves as the experts on how to teach you to do video seems a little bit on the surface to be a little counterproductive because we also want to produce video for clients. But what, what, what happened was, is now that we're seen as the experts and master teachers of all things, video, easy video, hard video, Mm -hmm. whatever people are like, well, who are you going to hire to do your video? Well, of course you're going to hire us. And so it really clicked for us. It's like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, we're, we're, we're not really working ourselves out of the market. We're putting the power of video into people's hands And they know, well, we got to call Brian. We got to call Michigan Creative to do our video because they taught us how to do this. So it it makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. A lot of people, you know, in your position kind of have that mentality. And it's just, I think it's a a scarcity and it can end up being a poverty mentality because you're like, oh my God, I'm going to lose business. But really, it's not the case. You know, what you're doing is you're creating more of a need and understanding because when they get into it and they see how expensive it is to buy cameras and do all this stuff and the time. It's like oh my god to i'm just this. gonna pay somebody to do this. <laughs>
0: yeah we talked about mistakes a lot but give me your biggest and we don't have how we don't have hours here on the podcast but give me your biggest mistake one of the things you're like hey man whatever you do don't do this guys when you're starting your business
1: honestly i'd say probably one of my biggest is not hiring a, a mentor way back in the day yeah um that's just you know we This year, we've really invested a lot into different mentors, different levels. Um, I'm a Facebook expert. Like People consider me a Facebook expert, and I will still hire other Facebook guys to consult
0: yep. Brilliant.
1: with me. And so that's a big mistake. That's been a huge part of our, our acceleration this year is finding and hiring mentors to accelerate our growth. And so that was a mistake I made was not hiring a mentor um, that could really show me the path and get me quicker results
0: yeah and it's hard when you first start out because you want to do it your way and you know you don't really want to let people know that you're screwing things up so it's hard but one of the best things you can do and it doesn't have to be a right off the bat you don't have to spend a lot of money on a mentor i think eventually it's good to get a professional person in there that's going to help you Mm -hmm. but just getting with other people like the most satisfying thing for me is to get with other small large and and medium-sized businesses not even in our field and just talking to them about what i'm worried about today and they just they nod their heads and they're like it'll be all right we're worried about it too don't don't worry about it so much you know yeah. and that to yeah. me was like okay cool you know you know and it also made me go well shoot i thought when you got bigger you didn't have to worry about this stuff but they're like you just have to be okay with the madness and i think once you can get that that you're not alone on this lonely island that we were talking about yep. that i think that helps
1: yeah that's one thing huge for us is is we've surrounded ourselves with I mean you should never be the smartest person in the room, first no. of all. Yeah, I, I mean, tell I tell people mistake. that
0: all the time is you should yeah. <laughs> if you're in the smart if if they're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room.
1: Yeah. And and I just look at that, you know, with, with people in life in general, um, even family members, like they just don't grow. Yeah. Like they they don't they don't grow in, in all the areas of their life. And so I'm like, to me it's like what's the point if you're not continuing to grow and to achieve newer heights physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially. And so the reason why people don't grow, I think, a lot of times is because they're not challenged. And so they become complacent. And so me, personally, I love to be around people who are just killing it. They're yep. you're doing awesome things. But not only that, you know, just books and reading. Sure. Um, and guys who have gone before us who have just been, you know, just destroyed it in business.
0: It's been done um, before. Yeah, it's been done. So we should probably yeah. find out who's doing it right. right. And even harder times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Much harder. We live in it's a pretty good time. time, right? Oh my gosh. Especially <laughs> after this last little downturn. I mean, it's smoking right now. So yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about work-life balance, man. I hate work-life balance. I hate the words, uh, but I keep it in there just so that I can say that I hate it every podcast, but because I love what I do and, and I know you do too, but you, you have to stop at some point during the day. Uh, you have to take a break so you can spend time with family and friends and just recharge. How do you do that? Um, I think you for not? us, yeah. <laughs> so for
1: us, it's it's uh, really about understanding the seasons of our business, yeah. Um, and then having in um, communication with my wife, saying, "Hey, we're launching this new product or we're doing this new thing. Yep. It's going to be intense." So, and then having just periods of time where you have focus. Um, a mentor of, of ours and mine, Todd Herman, who he teaches the nine day year. Um, it was really, I think, a vital part. That any business should implement it's like you have these windows of time that you focus on something really intensely and so you know that at the end of that 90 days you're going to have that goal achieved and so you have like these really these these bursts of work to where it might be intense and then you can kind of take some relief and and exhale so that's what we're Trying to find. Um, in regards to withdrawing from my business, I don't ever really withdraw. Yeah. The type of personality that I am is my brain is always thinking. I'm always problem solving. I'm yeah. always just going through thinking about the parts of my business to where. Yeah, and I think that's so, the
0: entrepreneur in you and I. And I think that's just. I think that's pretty common. So that's probably
1: the honestly the biggest challenge for me sure. is even though I'm with my family to make sure that I'm present
0: with my family, you have to be purposeful about it. You have to really you be have purposeful. To be. Oh yeah. man. It's yeah, it's intense. So I, I stopped taking my phone to the football games because I would, Oh man, I should probably send this tweet out or let me make this quick ad or whatever. And I would, you know, be not watching. So I, I, I can't take it. I mean, I, I just won't yeah. take the phone in cause I don't focus. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We talked about employees a little bit. I, I don't really want to talk about how you get the right employees. Cause I, th- I think we're both pretty good at that, but, you know, how do you keep them? You know, you never, I was reading e-myth and it, you, know, you can never really find somebody, although my somebody, Melissa here, who is my COO, I, I believe she's as passionate about the company as I am. Um, but it's hard to find somebody who's as passionate as you at day to day, because for us, it, it's our career. It's our, mm-hmm. it's our passion. It's our, it's our life. I mean, it's our business for them. It's a job. Now, we have employees that are very good, and they see it more than a job, and that's why we hired them. But at the end of the day, it's a job, and it's a paycheck. And, and, you know. So how do you keep them as motivated as you and I are, and how do you keep them like, happy, satisfied, besides just paying them well and paying them for what they do well?
1: Well, I think the first thing, the important part is hiring the right person in regards to personality. Right. Um, like I would never really hire an entrepreneur. Because they're always going to be itching to do something else.
0: Yeah, no way. You know, <laughs> that would be a disaster. To be like having two of in the same room, it'd be terrible.
1: Exactly. Or they're a rule breaker. You know, by by trait. And so, like, I think really hiring the, the, the right person is is crucial yeah. um, in regards to personality. But beyond that, um, open communication and um, incentivizing them. Yeah. You know, um, and then vision it's like we're we we have big vision big big places we want to go and for them someone who's not an entrepreneur they just want to work for a, an awesome company that's like everything to them and so like my media buyer um, man just hit the ground running and i think because we hired right and he was he was had a crazy work ethic and intense anyways in his previous um, employment and career and so seeing those kind of traits and how they could Work for us was, uh, I think really important. Um, and then beyond that, like as we grow, I could see us giving the shares of our companies, our sure. company, or companies to our employees. Yeah, we so there was really, really invested. That.
0: I like that a lot. And, and you're not really giving too much ownership away, but that's a really nice I really like that idea. Somebody had just mentioned that to me the other day, and I thought, man, that's a really cool thing to be able to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then you know, bonuses like we have perks, like, well. We have a basically we'll reimburse them to a certain amount every month for books um, for like health stuff like massage or gym membership. Um, and then we plan to do like company retreats. Like cool. We'll just fly everybody to the beach and nice hang out.
0: Yeah. So just my I only fly first class, man. So just make sure you do that when you get my ticket.
1: Yeah, there you go. No kidding. <laughs> the other thing, too, is like all of our people are remote. Yeah, and, right, right, right. You know, they, they kind of work their yeah. own. Hours Like we don't require them nine to five.
0: Sure. It's just making sure the work is done. If it gets done, it's done. That's cool with me. Yep. I love that. Hey, before we go into the last little section here, man, I really like that top 10 life and business tenants. I'm all about quotes and I'm all about, you know, motivational things. And I really like all of them. But I really want to talk about number six because I like number six a lot because that's something that I struggle with. Um, and, and my video production manager Jessica really made me. You know, she said the very thing that's in this is you know train yourself to enjoy the ruts. And one of the things she said almost word for word for what you guys are saying in here is remember how far you've come. And yesterday, you know, we were just talking because we were driving together all day. and We were shooting at five different manufacturing plants across the state. And I said, you know, the hardest thing is is just always trying to you know make sure that we have enough money, and then that we do this, and it's frustrating new clients and. And she's like, yeah, but you gotta remember how far you came, man. I mean, you started this, she was one of my first employees, you started this by yourself, then it was just me and you, and we didn't know what the hell we were doing, and look where we are today. And I'm like, well, I appreciate yeah. that, thanks. And you know, and it's hard to think like that as a small business owner in the worst times. I think it's hard to talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah, so I think, not not only understanding where you came from, but understanding where you're going Yeah, uh, is huge you know so for us like if it's half a million a month or a million dollars a month when we like put our focus back on that and that's the target it's like okay like none of our problems really matter it's just doing what we know to do to get us there like yesterday we just kind of had a struggle with, with something in our business and we were kind of bummed out about it and I was just talking to Taylor I said dude this month 200 grand that's yeah. like that just changes like okay focus it's you know game time and so, I, I just think that's really, really important: is understanding where you're going, um, you know, and keeping your focus on that, and then just reflecting every day, sure, and reflecting on how you've had success, how your clients have had success, and they've had big breakthroughs, and and being grateful, showing gratitude, you know, for everything that you have, just like puts away any parts of that, I think, for us, and, and then on top of that, it's like understanding why I'm in a rut and is it something that I need to change I need to update in my business you know restructure to make sure that it's not having happening like too often
0: you know yeah I like that reflection and grateful that that's something that I think if we all spend a couple minutes in the morning just being like or at the end of the day hey hey give me one good thing that happened today and, yeah. you know, to me it would be, Hey, this podcast, would went great. Awesome. I didn't really want to do it cause it was, I didn't, I thought I was super busy today, but now that I did it, I'm like, Hey man, this is really cool. You know? So I think yeah. it's just those little things. And even if something goes to hell in a handbasket later today, um, you know, if you just go back, well, yeah, that was bad, but you know, this morning was pretty cool and I think that's almost enough and you got to do it every day.
1: Yeah. And understanding like, this is what you do. Sure. Right. And and what you got in return for, sometimes being in those ruts you know like you right. don't have a boss you have freedom you have your own business like you're creating uh opportunities for people in your community yep it's like holy crap
0: man that's like pretty cool
1: i'm a creator you know it's like it's just yeah it's amazing
0: yeah i love it and then you got client that's just gonna call you in bitch today but whatever we won't talk about that yet
1: yeah then you just put them in their place say <laughs> <laughs> listen
0: dude i'm a creator what the hell are you talking about yeah <laughs> all I'm right boss <laughs> that's right uh, give me a favorite quote, man. Give me a quote.
1: I'd probably say one of my favorites is the opportunity of a lifetime must be seized in the lifetime of the opportunity.
0: Yeah, I like that. I've heard that before. You know, it's hard to remember yeah. that because you're so busy day to day. Yeah. Talked yeah, about books? opportunities everywhere. Sure. Yeah. Every every single morning, it's all over the place. Give us a or book. Maybe. Give me a book that I'm going to read more than the first twenty-seven pages.
1: Breakthrough advertising. Okay. Eugene Eugene Schwartz, um, you actually I think you can like the actual book is expensive because it's out of print.
0: It's oh like, really?
1: Yeah, but I think you can you can buy or find the PDF online. Huh. it's like literally a classic. Um, it's like a handbook for advertising. Uh, it's one of my favorites.
0: Who's the author again?
1: Eugene Schwartz. Okay.
0: A little bit older book. Yeah, it's it probably cool.
1: written in the '60s or '70s. Really? Like he was he was the man back in the day wrote extremely successful campaigns. Um, But the principles in that book for advertising are incredible that we use today in our stuff. Cool.
0: I love going back to look at the old things that still work. I mean, if you think about classic advertising both in print back in the day before TV and radio or before TV, and then you look at TV, I mean, it's, it's the same thing today. You know, it's, yeah. it's no different. You're, you're either telling somebody that you're the expert in something or you're making be if they use your product, this is how they're going to going to be. And it's classic. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it hasn't changed. If you could have dinner with anybody, any business owner, who would it be and why?
1: Um, so this is, I'm no, no party affiliations, but I would probably say Donald Trump right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, you know, he's just done, things that no one else has ever done in the election process. I think he's a master marketer. He's a master brand builder. He's a master influencer. Um, He's just very strategic. And so to go from like having the most votes um, in the the Republican election cycle is just phenomenal with the least amount spent.
0: Yeah, ever. Ever. And and some of the things you say, like how could he says, how could that be? Yeah. So he's got to be. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, he's the master at building his brand because it worked. Whatever he's doing is working.
1: Yeah, and he's understood how to build a a crazy following. Like people, like his followers, don't care what he says. Like, even though he like says some crazy stuff. Yeah,
0: but he's got. You, if you look at his, they all are exactly the same. I mean, for the most part, you're right. I mean, that's a classic funnel right there. Yeah,
1: okay. so that would be a really interesting conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would be. What what uh, technology app software that you guys use or you use personally you couldn't live without?
1: Yeah, so on, on the um the heels of the hiring stuff, what we've really uh really been loving Slack lately. Yeah, Slack's badass. We've, we've integrated all of our platforms um into Slack and just having everything in one chant like one location is just been huge
0: yeah that's so a good, i'd probably say slack right now that's a good case study too because we started using that in beta just because we were looking for something that was free we're like yeah this might work so we're trying to cut down our emails and now looking that was only i think a year and a half ago maybe where they are today i mean they're huge
1: yeah they're major major uh innovators in they're. i mean they're taking over skype
0: yeah i know i know right what uh, last thing, uh, last couple things here, if somebody wants to get in touch with you. Somebody wants to just see what this is about. How do they do that? What's the best way? Can they do that?
1: Well, any, anyone who's an expert, anyone who's a consultant, coach, um, service provider, they should definitely go check out our webinar. They can get there from our website. There's, I think, a button at the top in the menu, Um So I, I think they'll get a lot of value out of that. But if they want to connect with me personally, they can hit me on Facebook or Instagram. It's uh, Facebook.com slash Chris A as an Alan Evans. Same thing for Instagram too. Okay, cool.
0: Last thing, man. Um, and it's a big <clears throat> one. What do you hope or what do you hope or what do you think Chris Evans' legacy would be?
1: Mm. I'd I'd say, you know, a man who loved God, loved his family, was humble, built something beyond financial success, and even bigger than that, that my kids were better than I was you know that they're really truly my legacy and so that they love people without borders um, without hesitation and yeah just just built something better than me
0: I love that making people and your your kids better than you are and making everybody around you better than you are is a a very good legacy so hey Chris man I I had a lot of fun Um, I'm super excited to interview you and now it, I mean I'm really glad we got to talk. There's a lot of great little things in here, and I think everybody listening should should watch that webinar and just really get an idea of what we're talking about with funnels and clicks and, and funnels. Um, anything else you want to share with the audience before we go?
1: Listen, yeah, the, again, I appreciate your time, Brian, and everybody listening that you invested the time here. Just you have so much opportunity in front of you, and focus and go after it. Don't let anybody stop you and build a beautiful business that, that you love and that you make a lot of money, that you can do a lot of good with.
0: Cool. Well, Chris, thanks again, man. I appreciate your time today. I had a great conversation with you. So have a wonderful day and keep killing it, man. I'll definitely uh, sign up for that webinar and I hope all my guests do too. We'll have all that in the show notes. So, hey, thanks again, Chris. I appreciate it.
1: Awesome, thanks, Brian.
0: Chris Evans from Clicks and Funnels and just an outstanding episode and this is really something that I think you should pay attention to and there's so many different ways and so many different quote, quote, air quote, experts out there on Facebook marketing, this is the real deal. So check them out. Great people, great guys to talk to. They'll definitely uh, respond back to you both on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you guys for listening. I'm always here uh, to help you and check out our website, businessmachine.show. Love to have you as a guest, or if you know a great guest, please reach out to us. And again, I'm Brian Town, the host of The Business Machine and owner and CEO of Michigan Creative. And remember guys, a great leader makes everyone around him better than they are. Thanks. And we'll see you on the next Business Machine.